Sports with Katie Nolan is presented by Coors Light, the beer made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. I see her reach out her hand towards LeBron. And I'm like, Diana, think about what you're going to think about this. Please don't do this. Please don't do this. She tugged on his shirt. Oh my God. LeBron! And I was like, I want, how do I die? I Googled <laughs> how to die. Hello, baby shoes. You said it. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome to Sports, the podcast that I talk about mine, my small feet. Uh, the podcast that ends with a question mark, but starts with a question. I'm Katie Nolan. She's Ashley. Hi. He's Jay. Hello. And this is today's question. Hi, Katie, Ashley, and Jay. This is Samantha. I was calling because I wanted to hear an update on who Katie has decided her new celebrity crush is after she broke up with Chris Pratt. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, you were going to think about it, and I think you all need to hear if you've decided and who you've decided on. Thanks. Love you, Nina. Samantha, you're right to hold me accountable. I (laughs) did say that was a thing I was going to do. I really haven't put any thought into it. Mm. But now it seems so painfully obvious, I guess, that it's just, is it Megan Rapinoe and Sue Bird? I don't... (laughs) Is it Tobin? Is it all of the U.S. women's national team? I I mean... Yes, I think so. Because I think you love different things about each of them. I do. And I could go into at length. I could talk at length about all of them. But right now, I mean, I think that's really it. You know, it's hot girl summer. Mm-hmm. I don't need no man getting all up in my energy. So and they the just, they just have been tending to disappoint, you know? Uh, so maybe we just, for now, we're in kind of a hiatus. I will, I promise this time, I will focus more on it and think about it a little bit. I haven't seen the new Spider-Man yet, but I feel like Jake Gyllenhaal is going to be nice in that to look at. At and he's a good actor. I stuff. have seen it. Oh, is he? How was it going to be for me? Uh, I mean, he's a good actor. <laughs> okay, I would not say that I. We I don't f- objectify. I, right, on right. This podcast. I was. I was mostly viewing his acting skills. Right, but I actually there wasn't a moment when I was like, "Ooh, Jake Gyllenhaal." Oh, really? Yeah, I wasn't. Have you ever to had me. a moment where you're like, "Ooh, Jake Gyllenhaal"? Um, no, because I'm married. Oh wow, that's sad. <laughs> that's so so sad and incorrect. <laughs> Also, you ruined Jake Gyllenhaal for me. I know. I know. I, I don't know did. if anyone remembers, but there was a <laughs> looking at a picture of him like, oh, he looks bad in this picture. And Ashley said, he looks like Skip Bayless. And I went, oh, come on. Because <laughs> he does. He does in that picture. And the whole internet, because I tweeted it, the whole internet was like, why did you have to do that? <laughs> blame Ashley. <laughs> so, all right, we're going to go with women's national team, which is which is relevant because I think we're going to spend most of the podcast today maybe <laughs> talking about them. Uh, but Samantha, I will get back to you. Thank you for calling and holding me accountable to things I say I'm going to do. If you're listening and you have a question or you have something that I said I was going to do and you'd like to call me out on it, uh, you can always leave us a voicemail. You know, one of those at 860-506-5571. We're going to blow right past whatever that was, Ashley. That was a good one. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good. This I, is Friendly Band, folks. haven't... <laughs> I feel like I haven't seen you in weeks. I feel like weeks. we've started every podcast with this exact exchange for the last seven podcasts. Oh, yeah, you're probably right. Because we don't see each other anymore. It's sad. I'm always gone. You are, but it is really nice when you come back. Yeah, I agree. I get very excited. You know what? I don't agree. My apartment doesn't agree. <laughs> oh. I come home and I'm like, oh, you, yeah, that's right. You left it like this. Ooh. You got to fix that. That's my next goal. Okay. To fix I can come help. That I you I it's actually so bad that I wouldn't recommend that. <laughs> I'd have to clean it a little before you got there to then have you be like, yeah, this is a mess. Like it's bad right now. Anyway, um, <laughs> the friendly banter is supposed to be happy. Uh, yeah, we've been doing a lot. We've been running around. We've been traveling. 
Uh, I have a lot of stories to catch you up on. So let's what did what all have we not talked about since the last pod? Uh, the SBs. Yes, not the award show itself. No, because your, you can watch that if you want to. Your in my experience excursions around the SBs in and around Los Angeles during the SBs. Uh huh. And then. I, oh, we saw each other for AFE for All Fantasy Everything, all our favorite Fantasy podcast. Shout out, shout out the Good Vibes Gang, Brooklyn. Uh, yes, and then you went to Paris, and then I went to Paris, and oh. I have not heard pretty much anything about that. So here's what I'm thinking we're going to do, and you know what? I put it out on a Twitter poll, and it actually was not as lopsided as I thought it was going to be. But uh, <laughs> it, the, the answer I wanted did win. I asked if it would be a, if it's too late because we didn't do an emergency pod after what happened at the SBs. And so I was like, is it too late for us to go back and talk about all that? And a couple people, a lot of people said, yeah. And then, I, <laughs> <laughs> but enough people said, no, I want to hear it. And so that's, I think we're going to spend the first half because it, look, it's a slow news time in mm-hmm. sports right now. Everybody says that there's obviously stuff to talk about, but I think the, the better, the meatier stuff is uh, like some stories from what's been happening in our lives the last few weeks. So I think first half of the pod, we'll do that. And then second half, we'll go through, you know, like training camp and random news stories. It's a little backwards, but it's it's, it's my podcast. It's your podcast. And the question mark denotes that things are up in the air. It's sports related. You were hanging out with athletes. No, no, but I'm saying the question mark is like, who's to say what the podcast format's going to be this week? Oh. People should, you know, they should know that. I think they do. I'm pretty <laughs> sure they do. You think? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's that's how today's podcast is going to go. But yet, but we're let's talk about AFE now in friendly banter. Oh, okay. Because that's not really sports related. It was so much fun. So we did a live episode um, in Brooklyn, and I was the guest, which we weren't really sure was the case. Or, like we just bought tickets because we wanted to go. Yeah. Support your friends, and when your friends have a thing. And you can buy tickets to it or buy their goods or like hype them up. Do that. That's yeah. a cool thing. So anyway, we bought tickets. We went and I, I was on the podcast and we drafted. For those of you who don't know, I don't know why you still haven't listened to this podcast. It's so good. But the concept is you draft like a fantasy draft things that are not sports. So we did uh, Disney songs. What a great topic. And it came. It was Ashley's idea, as you can tell <laughs> by her tone. Uh, but it was really good and really funny. Did a lot of singing in front I of people. I know you got the whole crowd to sing Mulan. I sure and did. I got goosebumps. It was I had exciting. the biggest smile on my face. Look, I can't. We can't. I don't know how much we can say because it hasn't come out yet. But I do oh, just want to say point. I got had the last pick. I got fourth. It's a, it's a serpentine draft, which they can explain to you how that works. <laughs> but I, I got the last pick, and I, I still got in the first round my number one pick. I was thrilled about that. So it's very excited. I don't know when that comes out, but you should definitely listen to it. And then afterwards, we somehow decided we hadn't done enough singing so we went out to karaoke to one of those i don't know if this is a thing in new york or like major cities i don't know if this is a thing in other cities as much um but they you can just rent a room and do karaoke with just like your friends which normally i'm against because it's not the point of karaoke the point of karaoke is like getting up in front of a bunch of people who don't want to hear you sing and having to sing and embarrassing yourself this was like just a group of people passing a mic around. But it was really fun because we, we didn't know all of them. It and was like their friends and our friends. It was also packed. Yeah. Like there, it was, people were sitting on the floor. Spilled an entire there. beer on myself. <laughs> you did. I don't remember doing that. Woke up the next morning in my clothes and was like, why does it smell like apricots? Because I spilled an IPA <laughs> on myself. Because when in Brooklyn. Yeah, it was a blast. 
You crushed it. You killed so many of those songs. I don't know. I, I, I was happy with my picks, but people thought I didn't win the draft. We'll see. We'll see when yeah, it comes we, out. I, I can't wait to listen to it. Back. But another cool thing about being there was we got to meet a bunch of our fans. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Jay, we have like, fans. <laughs> like yeah. People came yeah, yeah. up to me and were like, hey, are you Ashley? And I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and it was awesome. really cool. Like, they listened to the pod. And people they, were like, is Jay here? It's like, <laughs> they, asked, they asked Steve if he was Jay. <laughs> oh, I thought we weren't going to say that part. They're like, oh, are you Jay? Steve's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Which famously true, he's not. Oh, that's that's he is, always true. He is yeah. not Jay. But a bunch of the people were there because Katie's suggestion to listen to AFE like got them into that pod, and so it was really cool. That's awesome. And oh, by the way, uh, more than one of them requested that we do the damsel this week as oh, a voice. Okay. So I still don't know where she is. We got. We I did. I promised. Uh, so we're gonna you promise. I promise. That's you can't promise. Like I promise, Katie will give you a hundred dollars. Like no, you can't do that. I, I promise for you of, to make. I'm in charge of picking the suggestions. Okay. And I promised I would suggest forcefully uh-huh. that we bring back the damsel this week. Okay. And so we shall. And that we're gonna do that now. I think I think it's a great I time to do, to do well, it. Well, we'll get to we'll get to that in a second. But first, this week's podcast brought to you by me undies. I always say be me undies. <laughs> so Ashley, tell be me, me how, up, you, undies. how do you want? Sorry, <laughs> you want me to tell Nerd the joke. people about me undies? Oh, like a damsel? Oh, okay, I was gonna run on with that bit for a while, but yeah, just like a damsel is fine. Summer comes <laughs> with a number of awesome perks: vacations, <laughs> beach days, barbecues. But the one perk that outshines them all is summer-themed undies, courtesy of, you guessed it, <laughs> me undies. She's back! Is that her? Yes! All right. You got the shoulder pump and, oh, it's great. shoulder. <laughs> me, <laughs> me undies is the only brand that lets you eat pineapple <laughs> while wearing pineapple undies. Or watch the sky light up on the 4th of July, knowing your undies are doing this, what they're doing the same. Yikes. They're probably fireworks on your undies. I own so many undies and pants and onesies, and it's so comfortable. I love to wear them. They come in many styles. Sometimes I like to wear a boy brief. That's probably not what they're called, but they're very cute and feminine. Uh, they're sci- me undie scientists. <laughs> there she goes, right out the window. <laughs> Spent countless hours in their underwear labs, testing out the softest fabrics in all the land. The result? Micromodal fabric, which is a full three times softer than boring old cotton. <laughs> Your move, cotton. <laughs> Not only that, but you can match your bottom half with your better half in matching prints and colors. I'm talking about your boyfriend. <laughs> Look out for new summer theme prints dropping every Tuesday. Ooh. That's it. The underwear is dropping every Tuesday. <laughs> and Me Undies also makes the softest lounge pants and onesies you've ever felt. That's true. Finally, you can... Oh, did you get the stuff? I did. Yay! I did, By yay. the way, I changed your Thank address. You. I know, it was a lot. I'm in the middle of something, Sorry. thanks. <laughs> Finally, you can now match with your pup. Oh, what? And then... Wow, under... Oh, okay. With their new buddy bands, available in the same prints and colors as their undies. This is important stuff, people. Just maybe we... 
don't tell everybody that your underpants match your dog, because I can't fathom a situation in which that would be noticeable. MeUndies has a great offer for our listeners. For any first-time purchases, when you purchase any MeUndies product, you get 15% off and free shipping. This is a big, fat duh. (laughs) Really editorializing. I don't think she would say that. Get 15% off a pair of the most comfortable undies you will ever put on. To get your 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash Nolan. That's MeUndies.com slash Nolan. Cool, cool. I loved it so much. Cool, cool, cool. She's back. She back. Is she even Southern? We're not sure. Doesn't matter. Hello. Welcome to story time is what we're calling this segment. I don't even know where to start. And I also feel like I'm going to forget a bunch. And I also feel like I've told this story so many times that I don't, I try to switch it up a little, but I'm going to try to remember it's at most people's first time hearing it, but we should note right off the top. I do Instagram now. Yeah. Like a lot. I'm out here in these Instagram streets. It's really fun to follow you. (laughs) I've been spending, I've spent years of my agents, managers, just the people in my life whose job it is to be like, hey, I know you don't like doing this part of your job, but you've got to do this part. They've been telling me to do Instagram for so long. And I just keep being like, yeah, no, I will. And then I'll always, right after I have one of those conversations, I'll post one picture and then I won't do it again because I just forget. But I think stories has made it easier now. I can just post any dumb thing I'm doing and then they disappear and they don't like live forever in your feed. I still haven't really figured out when something goes in your feed versus a story. Like I think I'm almost going too hard. We don't have to figure it out now. Too hard on the stories. Yeah. But that's Mm. the point is I got to call my agent and be like, I did it. You're welcome. Uh, It it also happened to coincide with um, the coolest days of my life. So (sighs) it's great that I was using it because... I got to capture it. So you may have seen, if you don't follow me on Instagram, you can do that. It's, <clears throat> it's Nady Colon. <laughs> it's what? It's Nady Colon. Uh, how do you spell? N-A-T-I-E-K-O-L-A-N. So you're just taking the first letter of my first name and switching it with the first letter of my last name. Got it. But out loud, it doesn't sound great. So there's that. It's Nady Butthole on Instagram. So anyway... You may have seen some of these things. If not, you can also like do highlights of your story. So obviously I took all the moments from the ESPYs and I put them so you can still see them. They didn't disappear. Oh, I actually did not know that. Yeah. I will go check that out later. Well, you've already seen it all. So. I know, but now I can go back and watch it again. So the ESPYs, um, we, I was doing a, a red carpet show with um, Diana Rossini and Cassidy Hubberth, and who I love. And they're very... They're really good friends, and so it, it's such an interesting dynamic because they're like opposite ends of the spectrum. So when you hang out with them, you get to be like smack dab in the middle and just appreciate the both of them, and they were just a blast, and I love them very much. So anyway, we were going to do that, and that's when, on my plane, I think, was when I learned I got the little push notification that the women's national team was going to be at the ESPYs mm-hmm. because the parade was that morning, mm-hmm. and so I was like, there's no way they would get out there in time. But they did. Oh, we already covered all this in the last podcast. I forgot. That was the morning of the ESPYs we did that last podcast or the day before. Day, day before. Yeah. So anyway, we covered all that already. But they. So I was on the red carpet and the whole time just was like looking over my shoulder like, where are they? Where are they? Where are they? Then I heard that they weren't 
coming to the carpet. They weren't going to make it in time. Turns out they didn't even get there in time for the beginning of the show. So uh, I was. They missed the monologue. Yeah. Bummer. I also missed the monologue. Just say it out loud, Ashley. I, she mouthed. It, it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think Tracy Morgan listens to the podcast. I think we're okay. I, bad, not funny or bad, like too offensive for you. Like Not funny. Okay. And I will say it's really hard to do a monologue. It, very rarely does someone nail it. Right. I think a lot of people watch those shows and are like, that was bad. And it's like, yeah, yeah, but they're, those are hard. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it. I was outside because Cassidy's feet hurt and she had taken her shoes off. And then they take, took a really long time to put her shoes back on. And then Diana got into it. wasn't my fault. But I missed the beginning as well. Because <laughs> <laughs> Cassidy's shoes. Yeah. Then when we walked in, because you have to wait for commercial breaks. They're very strict in there because they have seat fillers for when you get up to go to the bathroom or something. They don't want it to look empty. Mm-hmm. But then when it's when the. um when it's commercial break, it's just madness in there because the people that were outside waiting to get back to their seat rushed down to their seat and the people who wanted to get up and go to the bathroom, like you can't get up during the broadcast. It's just this very weird musical chairs thing. So I walked in and you have to walk in the very front of the theater to get to your seat and the front rows are like, oh, hello, Russell Wilson and Sierra. And I tripped. No. I didn't tell you that. Yeah. Like, like hands uh, and knees on the ground. No, 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 God, no. Okay. I, would, I would be dead. I would not have, that your dress would not have made it. Yeah, no, that dress, my God. By the way, rent the runway is what I was wearing the whole day. And I was like, uh, and you looked incredible. You no, know, and up. I appreciate you, but the whole, I was very aware of it. Uh, that'll come up later in the stories. <laughs> anyway, so I tripped, a, I tripped a little bit. It's fine. Who saw you? Chris Long. It's okay. He's, he was, he's, he's really nice. nice. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. And probably others, but the only one I made eye contact with was Chris Long. And he was like, gave me like a little like thumbs up. Like, thanks so much, bud. So, uh, so blah, 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 blah. We, after the show had to get food. Cause that's another thing about those days. You just like lose track of eating mm-hmm. cause you're running around like crazy. So we were eating and I got a message from the woman who does social media for the U S women's national team. Mm-hmm. We had talked a couple times cause I did a thing for them before her name's Jimena and she messaged me on Twitter and was like, hey, are you at the ESPYs? I'd love to get a photo of you with the entire team. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I threw my phone and was like, we got to go. We got to go right now. We have to be at that party. We can't miss a second of it. I was chill is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm, yeah, I guess I'll be at the party. Like, maybe see you there. <laughs> uh, no, I texted back and was like, yes, I will be at the par- the after party at 11. Well, it's 11 Eastern. So whatever time. That- no, ten- eight. Eight on the dot. So I was like freaking out. So I went and I, but then I got there and I'm like, look, chill out. Don't be looking around for them. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Ashlyn Harris walked by me. Allie Krieger walked by me. And I was just like, that's fine. That's chill. I'll just see them all later when we take our, our group photo. <laughs> um, and then got, I had to finagle into the VIP because when you're at the ESPYs, it doesn't matter if you work at ESPN, you don't automatically get to go into the VIP. Most times you can't go into the VIP because you're not that IP. Right. Um, we're just SIP, like sort of important person. <laughs> uh, but I got up there and I, I saw him and I was talking to her and then I just saw all the women and I was like freaked. I, it's just overwhelming. Mm-hmm. I looked and I saw them all in the corner and they're all enjoying themselves. I also don't like being that person that's like, hey, it's me. And they're like, we don't care. So I just was, I'm like, I'm just happy to stand over here and just watch them from afar. That sounds pretty creepy. I know. Uh, and then, uh, and then I saw Sue Bird, who I'd seen the night before, um, which is super helpful. Shout out to Sue Bird, the homie. I uh, love her so much. Friend of the pod. So like we, uh, we, 
made eye contact and then we're talking and then I saw of course behind her but I wasn't uh, Megan's coming behind her and walking up and I was just like hi and she was like hi and hugged me uh, made a joke because the night before I had taken a picture with Sue and she made a joke like saw you getting really close with Sue last night and at first I was like no 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 I'm so sorry and then I went hold on one second I just want to live in this moment where, like, there's a teensy tiny little bit of jealous. You, Megan Rapino, <laughs> are a teensy tiny little bit jokingly jealous of th- Rent the Runway. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, so then, like, we hung out for a little bit. I, again, I'm also super conscious of, like, don't don't hang on. Like, talk to them and then, like, let them have their night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I took pictures. Sue was telling me she was really excited to meet McSteamy. Yes. I don't know what his real name Actual is. name is? Mm. I don't think Doesn't, he has one. Right. I think he legally changed Apparently it to Apparently not. Do you watch the HBO drug show? No. What's it called, Jay? Uh, the HBO drug show? No, like the one about kids doing drugs, being bad kids. Drugs on HBO. That's it. That's Thank the you. one. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's in it? Yeah, I think so. The one with Zendaya. I'm What's on. it called? Oh, I... I'm, Jay, I thought I for pitch, sure I you would have watched on, it. I'm trailer. on Mark Sloan's Wikipedia, which is the guy's... Characters name. Yeah, that is- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been funny if it's like Nick Steamy. I don't I'm know like, his I name. I can't oh, find his, his name- credit. His name is Mark Sloan. <laughs> his name is Eric Dane. Eric Dane. Uh, yeah. And the HBO show that he's in is called Euphoria. Thank you. Yeah. Euphoria. I can picture the. Trailer. I know it's not cool that we don't watch it. I will tell you, I've heard it's intense, and I'm like, I don't think I'm ready for that in my life right now. I'm gonna put that off till I'm ready. <laughs> I don't want to be stressed out by a TV show. But anyway, he's in that, and so she was saying that she wanted to talk to him. So when I say that I w- didn't want to be a hanger on, I wasn't. I faded into the back, but I took a like 19 pictures of Sue Bird talking to him. Oh boy! <laughs> so that later, if she wanted them, she'd have them without having to be like, "Can we take a pic?" Which is always a weird thing. I kind of learned that from Diana because Diana, the whole friggin' week, would just video you when we were out. She would take pictures of you and video you when you weren't looking, and that's stressful at first because you're like, I. Don't post that. I was doing something dumb or like, I feel like I'm being watched and I hated her for it. Like I, I was a, yelling at her about it. What? I have a clip. What? A Diana clip. Which one? Uh, it's about, it's a you walking into From a the conference meeting? room. Yeah, yeah. So we'll play it. So at 8 a.m. we had this meeting and you know me, 8 a.m. That's what's that look like. And Diana had texted me at six, like want to get breakfast. And I was like, don't text me at six well six west coast time so nine we'd been there for two days at that point if you're not adjusted then what are you doing so she said text me then i walk into the meeting looking like a snack let's be honest <laughs> <laughs> no looking a hot disgusting mess in clothes that don't match and she's filming me and so this is that text me at uh 7 30 was like it's rude when you film people all the time she goes, do you want to have breakfast i go breakfast I'm, i set my alarm for 8 55 that's cassidy <laughs> yeah oh the meeting was at nine because she's like i set my alarm for 8 55 i like i woke up i walked downstairs the meeting was two floors down um so yeah she would film everything but like i learned like it, in looking back you're like oh i have now all these little videos of things that happened so like What I'm saying is, sorry, Diana, you were right. But so I was, I've been doing that since then of just when I'm out with people, just like preserving it with a little video. You don't have to post all of them because most of the time you're going to capture something you wish that you didn't, but you have it just for like your life. I forget things a lot. That's beautiful. Anyway, so that came into play after that because, oh God. So I went over and was talking to Megan about something, sorry, Megan Rapino about something (laughs) 
And uh, and I pulled out my phone to be like, yeah, yeah, oh, let me find out what his name is. And I pull out my phone. And now, so you have a background on your phone that you've set. And you look at your phone a million times a day. So unless the background, unless you've just changed it, you don't really think about it consciously. You're just looking at your phone. My background's Megan Rapino, <laughs> <laughs> And I forgot. So I pulled my phone out and I'm holding it and I'm like, oh, what was I just going to do? And she's just looking at it and laughing. And then she goes... What's your background? And even when she said that, I went, what is my back? Oh, my God. And I threw, I was like, I threw my phone. I'm like, what background? What phone? I've literally never had a phone. I don't know what you're talking about. And that's when that second video that Diana posted is like, we're hugging each other because I was like, I'm so embarrassed of that. But I do just want to say, like, I'm so proud of you. And that's not even a thing I have the right to say to you. Like, I, But I, I like you've done such an amazing thing job with everything like you have we talked about this on the last pod like you've been good at answering the questions and playing the soccer and like being mm-hmm. a role model and I wish you didn't have to be this good at everything but I love that you are and thank you and like she gave me this really genuine hug and it was like this really sweet moment um also I was standing at a table got it all blurs together it's just all a blur of happiness and Kelly O'Hara comes running over and she goes, we're friends. And I was like, I'm dead now. <laughs> uh, and she came over and she hugged me. And she was like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. And then she gave me shit. She's like, so you like soccer now? <laughs> I, was like, I do. I do like soccer. And like, thanks to you guys. Like that last time I had met her was the last World Cup. And I just fell in love with that team. And then Liverpool happened. And like this has now become a thing I really am incredibly to me give a shit about in my life. But I did love that she came over and was like, oh, so you love you're into soccer now it's like i am and i got a video where i embarrassingly yelled at her to tell everybody we were friends because i just wanted it on i just wanted proof mm-hmm. she didn't have a voice so it was like we're friends and i was like say it again into the mic say it into the mic what if you said it right into the mic she was like we're friends she dm'd me the next day Jeez. a video of her like sitting on a couch dancing to a song that was like we're best friends and i was like ah! <laughs> I texted it to Ashley and she goes, I'm not even mad. That's fine. Just, just I, I'll take second place. That, that was, was like, the no, third no. response that I wrote. What was I, the first? <laughs> oh, you didn't send the other ones? No. Yeah. That's a good friend. Yeah, I know. Um, a good best friend, one might say. A best friend, <laughs> I would say. But so here's the thing. And there's no bad news. It was a perfect night. But Tobin Heath wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Alex went home to change her outfit, changed into a new dress. It was white. I know that wasn't for me, but... In my head, it was for me because of our inside joke about the jerseys being clean. Mm -hmm. Changed into a new dress, fell asleep on the couch. (laughs) I didn't know that. So like, because so Megan, I had asked Megan and Sue, I'm like, "Where's Alex?" And uh, and Megan was like, "Sleeping." And I was like, "Are you kidding me?" So I just tweeted at Alex Morgan, "Wake up!" (laughs) And then like a couple, like an hour later, somebody posted or she posted a picture of her sleeping, or maybe it was like the next morning, and all these women's national team blogs were like oh that's why katie nolan tweeted wake up because she went home got changed and went to bed which look you can't be mad at them no they had to be exhausted um at another point i turned around and um and i it's so embarrassing but i looked someone directly in the face and went (gasps) you're mal pew (laughs) she just did what and this is why i love these women she did exactly what a normal person would do in that situation and like looked around and was like, uh-huh. <laughs> she wasn't like, yeah, what's your name? She was just like, yeah, 
<laughs> hi. It's like, hi, big fan. You're great. Just being a dummy. And then I saw Rose Lavelle. And I like went over to her and I'm like, listen, I don't want to take up any of your time. You just got to know you got great tweets. What, <laughs> what good tweets you have. And her face, she had this genuine smile and was like, thank you so much. And I was like, oh, my God. Nobody cares about their own tweets. I love that you care about your tweets. <laughs> and then we like talked specifically about some of her tweets. <laughs> because she, she had one that was like, I think one of the saddest things is that like dogs can't know that we're not sharing chocolate with them, not because we don't love them, but because it would kill them. Mm-hmm. She's like, it's one of the meanest things is we're like, we love you so much. And then we eat and enjoy this delicious thing and we can't share it with a dog and dogs might think it's because we hate them. That wasn't, that's more than 140 characters. She said it better. Um, but like we, t- I was like, I've been thinking about that since I read it. And she was like, I know she was really great. And when she left, she like pointed at me and said, I love you. And I was like, I am dead. I, I died and, and was You've resurrected a bunch, a bunch, a bunch yeah. of times. Um, so yeah, I didn't meet all of them. I didn't get to hang out with all of them. And we did not take a big team picture because look, part of me was like, everyone's just partying. They've had a long day, yeah. had a long week. And to be like, all right, everyone gather around for this dumb thing that this girl really wants. Uh, it just felt stupid. So I just, I tried to just be there, you know, in the moment and enjoy it. And God, did I, um, <laughs> then they, so everybody, that goes to the SBs knows this every year. LeBron has this party, the uninterrupted party famously impossible to get into like famously. Uh, I, I want to say it was Jason Kelsey. Some like famously, no one could get in last year, but like people that should have been able to get in. Mm-hmm. Um, it probably wasn't Jason. Uh, don't cite me on that, but like it's, it's this party that everyone, but weirdly everyone thinks they're going to be the one that gets in. Every year I experience this. Now, as a kid in high school who didn't even get invited to those parties, I I know I'm like very aware of where I stand on a list of people going to a party and I'm okay with it. I'm like, I'm just not going to go because I'd rather not go and not feel bad that I can't get in mm-hmm. than like go. And then now my night, which was going really well, now I feel badly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So uh, specifically this year, um, we, you know, Rob, Worldwide Wob. Yes. We had run into him at the ESPYs party and he was like, if we get to uninterrupted at such and such time, we'll get in. If we're any later than that, we won't get in. And it was early. He wanted to get there early. And he was probably correct. But I'm like looking around at the women's national team. I'm like, I'm not leaving. It's just not going to happen. Um, so I made that call. And because Cassidy and Diana are great friends, they also were like, we'll stay too. Um, so they are on the list to go to this party which again, I can't stress enough, doesn't really matter most of the time. <laughs> you can be on it. You're still somehow not getting in. So uh, then the women's team left, which I assume they went to that party. And Cassidy and Diana were like, if we're going to go, we got to go now. And so I gave them a speech in the in the car on the way over. And I'm like, look, don't do the thing. I'm going to come with you. We're going to get in line. If the two of you get in and I cannot, don't be idiots. Go into the party. Have fun. I've had a great night. I'm just going to go home. And they both were like, no, that's not the kind of friends that we are. Oh, boy. Like, we're going to leave with you. And I was like, then I'm not going to come. Then I'm not getting in this car because I don't want to ruin what could be a re- like, just because uncool Katie wasn't invited to the party. So um, I don't even know how much of this I should be saying. I think you're fine. OK, stop me. Give me a, like an eye, like a people's eyebrow when I'm not. So we go, we get to the thing. And there's, of course, the line off to the side. There's probably only like 
know, 30 people in it. And then there's just the crowd of people in front of the door because a party like that is just full of people who don't wait in line at bars. <laughs> so like Saquon Barkley is standing outside and like John Jones and they're not going to get in line. They're Saquon Barkley and John Jones. But the party is like the people running the door are like, you have to get in line or you won't get in. So I'm like, Cassidy, I'm going to get in line. You guys work your magic or whatever. But the line is moving. So you're on that list at the end of the line. I'm just going to wait here and hold this spot for us. I had to make small talk with a, a bunch of people. I had to, the kind of people you don't want to make small talk with. Like so anyone. Here, yes, but here's like a here's a, a, a an aside, a quick aside, a little PSA. Hot girl summer, guys. It's not about you. Oh, and it's not for you. I heard there was a guy in line that used hot girl summer as a as like a way to talk to a bunch of different girls in line, and it was just like you're completely not understanding what hot girl summer is. It's not like we're trying to. Get you, you don't get to use it. It's our thing, right? Like hot girl summer is like, I'm out here. I'm living my best life. I'm feeling empowered. I'm, I don't care that if my bikini body isn't what it's supposed to be. I'm using mm-hmm. air quotes. I realize it's an audio medium, but this guy just kept using it as like, Oh yeah, you out here on your hot girl summer. And I finally turned to him and I was like, stop doing that. Stop. So anyway, don't do that. I do think men can also be out living their best life. Abs- no, absolutely. I'm not. He wasn't using it about himself. Right. He I wasn't just wanted saying, to clarify. I thought it was clear, but I, yeah, he wasn't saying he was having a hot girl summer. I love a man who says he's having a hot girl summer. Yeah. Don't use it as a way to be like, how's your hot girl summer yeah. going? Yes. No, no, no. It's not going well because you just asked me how it's going. <laughs> so that's your PSA. So anyway, I'm waiting in line and it starts. I get closer and closer to the front. I also tripped outside of the club. We don't have to talk about that. A guy had to literally catch me. It, was it Chris Long? No, it wasn't. But man, what a what a meet, what a meet cute that would have been. Uh, so um, uh, the line's getting closer and closer. Cassidy comes over. As we're standing there, we're like next in line. I'm standing in line, and Rose Lavelle leaves the party. And Diana, who and I say this as the nicest compliment, has no shame. It's my favorite thing about her. She yells, "Rose!" <laughs> Like we met her once five minutes ago, uh, but she looks over and she waved and we were like, you're going home. She's like, yeah, I'm tired. I got to go. So she leaves. That's important. So we're waiting in line. The woman has her little iPad with the list on it. Again, to reiterate, Cassidy and Diana on that list. Me? No, not at all. Never even sniffed it. So the they, Cassidy goes first. She's like, Cassidy Hubbard, the woman looks. She's like, you're all set. Diana, Diana Rossini, you're all set. What about her? And I'm like sweating. I'm immediately aware of like what my hands are doing. <laughs> it's just a, a whatever. Diana goes, um, it's uh, L-A-V. Rose, how do you spell your last name? And I was like, E-L-L-E. <laughs> and she goes, you're all set. Have a good time, ladies. And I was like, what? <laughs> so I snuck into the LeBron party <laughs> as Rose Lavelle. <laughs> But shout out to Diana Rossini. That's so smart. It was so fat. And we were, it, we'd been drinking. Like this was like just, I was shocked at me not going, why'd you call me Rose? But I think she knew that if she started spelling it, then called me Rose, I'd be like, L-A-V, Rose Lavelle. That's me. I'm Rose Lavelle. <laughs> I, it was just brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. Sorry, LeBron. 
So, um, <laughs> so we go inside. I saw Rachel Nichols, who I believe at that point had taken off her shoes. So I'm like, so you're headed out? She's like, yeah. I was like, okay, great. <laughs> Um, and, but as I was talking to her, I lost Cassidy and I mean, I lost Diana too, but when you go to a party with Diana at the end of the night, you're not thinking you're going to be by her. She's just bouncing all over the place. So I'm like, Oh my God, now I'm alone in a party. I was not invited to surrounded by important people. So I, I see, I noticed Cassidy had like a tiny little top knot bun on her head and I see it like working its way through the crowd. So I'm like, Oh, okay. I'll just, I'll go find her. So I'm pushing through people. I'm like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. And let me just say. I know cool parties are probably a thing. I'm not used to being at them. No one was like dancing. It was very like everyone was kind of just like standing and looking at the DJ. That's weird. Well, I think everyone was afraid of being the person who was like, oh, that person's dancing. Whoa. I don't know. It was it was a little weird. From Also, I'm used to going to just messes of bars like, oh, a guy's puking in the corner. Normal. Um, so this, everyone seemed so put together. It was really stressful. And again, rent the runway. It's all I'm thinking the whole oh, time gosh. I'm there. So, uh, and also because these people didn't all go to the ESPYs or work the red carpet. Some people are just in really cool outfits that are not like doing as much as my dress was. So I'm like wearing my way through the crowd and I see Cassidy. You know how they say in driving school when you're learning to drive that your initial reaction when you get behind the wheel is to look at the road right in front of you. But what you should do as a driver is look out into the distance and use your peripherals to see the stuff that's right in front of you so that you can see things that are going to be coming up soon. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, when I drink, tend to do that first part where I'm just looking right in front of me. I'm not looking ahead and and canvassing the scene. So I see Cassidy and I grab, I go to grab her hand. Her back is to me. I go to grab her hand to be like, hello, it's me. I'm here. As I'm grabbing her hand, I look up and go, oh my God, she's talking to LeBron. So then I did this weird panic thing where I grabbed her hand and then went, you don't have to turn around. You don't have to turn around. I'm sorry. (laughs) Because I didn't want her to think that I was being like, hey, I see you're talking to LeBron. Can you introduce me to LeBron? I just became super, God, I'm so, it just stressed me out. So I was like, I grabbed her hand. I said, you don't have to. (laughs) But of course she turned around. And uh, and she was like, oh, oh, uh, so like LeBron was in the middle of a sentence. Yikes. I know. And she goes, <laughs> oh, uh, you know, do you know Katie Nolan? And he goes, of course, Katie, and hugged me. Tell me a little bit more about that. Can you there's, run that back? There's what not much more to say. <laughs> it, look, it could have been the thing where they say, of course, or a thing where a person said, like, you're not going to be like, you know, Katie. And he's going to be like, no, yeah. <laughs> but you just look like a jerk. And LeBron's really good at that stuff. But let me just say, the point of this story from here on out, it's like LeBron's super nice. Really? Like, so nice. And again, it could be like he just knows he's got to be at this level or else somebody will say something bad and someone will do. But my experience with him, and it gets it gets weirder. Your personal experience my with LeBron James. My personal experience with LeBron James. Um, no, he's just a super nice guy. He seemed like really chill, like happy to have, like, I just met him. And then he was like, you guys want to come into our VIP section? <laughs> and I looked Anthony Davis in his eyes and was like, I guess so. I guess so. I guess I'll take that seat next to Ben Simmons, I guess, is where I'll sit. Cool. Sure. Why not? Is that Quavo? Awesome. Um, so we we did enter his section. And now the way the section is set up, God, is anyone even listening to this podcast anymore? It was like four couches in a square. 
facing each other, right? That makes sense. Within the middle is the table with the bottles and drinks, mm-hmm. which I will reiterate, no one was drinking. Just a bunch of people sitting or standing, not drinking. Okay. So uh, LeBron lets us into his VIP section and he, Cassidy went first and he holds out his hand as if to assist her to step up onto something. And the something was the couch. So we were seated on the back of the couch so that our feet were on the part where your butt normally goes on a couch. Okay. And then he turned to me to do the same thing. There wasn't a lot of room in in the dress I had on for range of movement. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, no, I could just sit on the, on the part that's for sitting. Uh, but that was, I guess that was how it works. So I got put up onto the couch. Were all the ladies on the back? People in general. Dudes oh. were sitting on the back too. It wasn't like a thing. But just so, stadium seating in the VIP. Sure, okay. I guess. And, but it wasn't even so that someone else could sit on the seat part. It was just everyone was sitting on... Really? Ashley, I don't know. That's very strange. It gets weirder. But so Cassidy and I are sitting there. And then like LeBron goes to do, you know, his shake hands, kiss babies. And we just like, there were babies in the VIP. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I had (laughs) to. It's just one. He was drinking. That's for sure. (laughs) Um, So Cassidy and I just looked at each other and we were like, what are, what are we doing? What is this? Um, so we did that. Then Diana comes bumbling over, which I love. Again, I'm, this sounds, I just love it. I, it's so refreshing. She has taught me because I'm afraid of everything. Mm-hmm. She's taught me just like, who cares? I'm like, well, I, I'm not quite there, but I love your energy. So she bumbles into the VIP and said, like when someone tried to be like, excuse me, she was like, no, no, I'm with those two. The two perched on the couch. Those are my <laughs> friends. It's like, she's not wrong. Um, so she comes, she sits down. She's like, this is weird. No one's drinking. I want to drink. At this point, LeBron is standing in front of us with his back to us, just like talking to other people. Cassidy is having a conversation. So it's uh, Diana, me, Cassidy. That's the order that we're sitting in. Um, Cassidy's having a conversation with somebody to her left. Diana's like, I want a drink. I see her reach out her hand towards LeBron. And I'm like, Diana, think about what you're going to think about this. Please don't do this. Please don't do this. She tugged on his shirt. Oh my God. LeBron! And I was like, I want, how do I die? I Googled <laughs> how to die. Just kidding. I didn't because I didn't take my phone out once. I was so terrified. I didn't want to be that person. I'm like, no one here is on their phones. I'm not going to be the snitch. I'm not taking pictures, but my God, I'm on Instagram now. <laughs> I should be posting about this. Uh, no. So she leans out. She, she tugs his shirt. She tugs on his shirt and she said, LeBron. And he turned around and he had this look on his face like, What? <laughs> And made eye contact with me. And I was like, I'm so- I was just mouthing like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And she goes, I want a drink. And he's like, yeah. Oh, could I, I can get you a drink. She's like, yeah. Can I get like a vodka cranberry? Oh God. <laughs> if you had to make a list of like the top three most embarrassing drinks to order from LeBron James, mm-hmm. vodka cranberry would be pretty high. Because look, it's not that bad. It's a good drink. It's objectively a good drink, but it's just the basic drink that you order when you first start drinking. I feel like maybe I'm being too judgy, but like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's a club drink. I don't go to clubs and I feel like when they give you bottle service, there's always vodka and there's always cranberry and orange juice. So maybe she's just knowing as a Jersey Shore girl, that's (laughs) a, that's a club drink. She said, can I get a vodka cranberry? 
Then he looks at me with a look that's like, would you also like a vodka cranberry? <laughs> and I had to do the fastest like math in my head of like, which is the better answer? <laughs> which is less weird? If I just say, sure, or if I'm like, no, LeBron, of course I don't want you to make me a vodka cranberry <laughs> at your party. Wait, there's no bartender. No, well, there's a, well, there's a, a young lady um, sitting on the ground on her knees in a lovely sparkly dress um, with her hands folded on the table, ready to make the drink. Got it. it so at a, <laughs> at a club, Ashley, when you get bottle service or a table, they put bottles of alcohol on the table mm-hmm. and mixers and glasses and ice. At a fancy one, I think, you're not supposed to pour them yourself. You have a woman whose job, she's essentially the bartender, Got but it. she's just sitting there waiting for someone to need a drink. And as I said, she wasn't busy. <laughs> so uh, so he turned to me and gave me the like, you want one too? And I was like, uh, sure, I guess. And I'm like, sure, I guess. And then he's like, Cassidy, because she wasn't paying attention. So I tap Cassidy. She turns around, sees LeBron looking at her and me and Diana, me looking at Cassidy like, I'm sorry. And Cassidy goes, what's happening here? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, LeBron wants to know if you want a vodka cranberry. (laughs) And she was like, do I, what's happening? And I go, she'll take one. Thank you very much. (laughs) So then LeBron James walks away. To make us drinks. <laughs> ah! Good thing his hands are big enough to carry. He comes three. back. He comes back with doing point. the three hold, like well, the yeah. three drink hold. He and then he personally delivered us <laughs> vodka oh cranberries. God. Did you tip him? I reached. I was like, oh, shit. I don't have any cash on me. I'll get you next time. <laughs> Venmo, you take Venmo. What's <laughs> your Venmo, LeBron? <laughs> oh my god. And meanwhile, this is what I'm saying about Diana that I love. She was just like, awesome, thanks. Drank it, bumbles off somewhere else. I'm like, you just breezed in, f***ed it up, and breezed out. Uh, Oh, no, wait, not before she did this. So somebody was walking around with trays of food. It wasn't McDonald's French fries, but it was essentially like a a red carton with French fries that were like McDonald's fries in them, handing out food. Diana just grabs one off the tray and starts eating it. Uh, Again, we're the only ones drinking. We're the only ones eating. So she eats like a handful and then just puts them on the seat part of the couch, which again is where our feet are. I know that's very confusing, (laughs) but she puts them down there. So then when she bumbles off and I'm holding my drink and Cassidy's obviously closer to this world than I am. Like she knows a lot more people than me who's just sitting there being like, that's a Vander Kane. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, So we're sitting there and I'm like, can't take out my phone. Don't want to look like I'm talking about what's happening right now. Can't talk to Cassidy. She's busy. Don't want to ruin that. I'll probably that up for her. Like I did her conversation with LeBron, (laughs) Diana, who knows where she is, could be dead by now. Uh, I'm kind of (laughs) hungry. And I look at the fries at my feet. And I'm like, you can't, Katie. You can't eat the fries that are next to your feet. The feet fries. But then I'm like, (laughs) counterpoint. My feet are on the part of the couch that feet aren't supposed... It's not like they're on the ground. They're not ground fries. Even if they were, they're still in the carton. My feet are... Well, your your germ thing (laughs) is a lot... You've got a huge range. So I'm like, you can't eat them, but maybe you could eat them. So I decide that I will slowly with my hand, I know I'm doing it right now and they can't see, slowly work my hand down, you know, scratch my leg, scratch my leg a little and then like get the fry all the while looking around to be like, anyone seeing me? Is any, oh no, I'm just scratching my leg. Hi, hi, how are you? Reach down, get the fries. No one's looking. 
So I gra- I, I acquire the fries. They're in my hand, in my little, like, my scoop, right? In this little claw. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, now you got to make a quick-ass move. You're going to just go fries to mouth, fries to mouth, like right away. So I do that. I go, wah, fry to mouth, right? And as I do that, I make eye contact with LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> and I have... half of the fries in my hand and the other half in my mouth. My mouth is closed. And then I did that dumb thing where your instinct is to freeze when like, you know, when you're trying to get across the street and a car's coming and you're weirdly, you freeze and it's like, no, no, speed up, go faster. I just froze and looked at LeBron with my hand of fries in my mouth. Like if I stay perfectly still, maybe he won't notice not smart and he just like looked at me and then laughed and like gave me a shrug like okay whatever and i was like dope great shoved him in my mouth and then was like cass i think it's time for us to head out (laughs) and that was my night that's crazy that's the dumbest story in the whole world which one all of it (laughs) it was so that's that sounds like surreal i can't even wrap my head around it there has to come a time i think this a lot where I'm going to just be comfortable in those situations. Like, I, I think it's it's weird that I'm, I don't know. I don't know if it's like the imposter syndrome or what, but it's just tough. I, I never walk into a room like that and I'm like, I belong here. I'm so much more comfortable in a room of like our fans than I am in a room full of like athletes and celebrities and people that like, yeah. you know, we see on TV all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. And I would like to think that someday... I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm heading over to LeBron's party and I'm going to eat French fries because I'm hungry and have him make me a drink. But I don't for whatever reason, I'm not there yet. So those nights to me are like, I cannot wait to tell everybody that listens to our podcast about the fact that that just happened. Uh, I still feel so much like I won a contest and I get to go to these things. Um, And I don't know. I feel like that's going to eventually be I got to grow up. But uh, this was just an experience. I mean, it's just a. It's just a confidence thing. Yeah. That's it. And it's also just being, you know, we do a studio show. So, like, I spend most of my time here. And when athletes come here to be interviewed, I don't get starstruck. I'm very focused. It's my job. I'm in charge. You're at my show. Mm -hmm. But when I'm in their house, I'm very like, I'm so sorry that I'm here. (laughs) I can leave if that's what you need. I snuck in under somebody else's name. (laughs) (laughs) But I I don't know. That was my experience. Um, I also failed to mention at the ESPYs party how many people came up to me and said congratulations on your win and I was just so disappointed but I did say thank you every time I was like thanks I didn't get a lot of minutes but it was a real team effort you know I was there I had to I was up until like, we had to qualify and I was definitely a part of that um yeah well, your emotional support probably was stressful even just thinking about it now I'm like god you had a fucking night huh it's stressful. Oh, and also, in case she's listening, and if she's not, she's a liar. Ooh. Shout out to Emily Sonnet from the U.S. Women's yeah. National Team. Who all night, I I felt like I could see her eyes on me. And it almost felt like, you know, in a group of, of women, there's always, it's usually me, actually, that is like <laughs> keeping an eye out. Yes. That's like, nope, nope, you don't talk to her. You, out of here. You're out of here. She doesn't <laughs> want to talk to you anymore. She felt like the cop of the group that was like making sure people weren't, you know, taking up all of her friends time. Um, And so I was afraid of her. And every time I made eye contact with her, I was like, sorry, I'll go. Um, You're right. I'll back up. I'm too close. (laughs) But I never said hi to her because I was just terrified, obviously. 
I found out later, like two nights later in my in the on Instagram, if you follow someone, the DMs go to one folder. And if you don't, they go to another folder. But that's also where like people who were replying to my stories were going. So it was just a ton of messages and lost in that sea of messages was one from Emily Sonnet that said, love your stuff. Are you here? <laughs> so I, me- I messaged her back four days later and was like, holy shit. I spent that whole night thinking you were mad or like trying to get me to go away. I was terrified of you. I was like, I saw you a million times. I was like, Emily is grilling you because she wants you to leave everyone alone. (laughs) It's like, this would have made me feel so much better. And she was like, no, you were being so funny. I watched your Insta story. I was dying. I was scared to say hi to you. Love the podcast. And I was like, God, Katie, just say hi to people. (laughs) Stop being so scared. So anyway, shout out to Emily Sonnet, who's now my best friend. Well, my (laughs) second best friend. Sorry. Because Kelly. Kelly. Yeah. No, I got it. Hey, you're still on the list. I got it. You're still on. You listen to the podcast too, don't you? (laughs) Big fan. Is that it? I feel like that's it. How long have I been talking for? 12 minutes. That's not true. <laughs> Times 30. Um, uh, this is kind of a, um, just one very quick aside before we move on to the thing this podcast is supposed to be about. Um, it's a good time to say, now that I'm doing Instagram stories, um, <laughs> that, no, that it's, uh, obviously this has been a, a crazy whirlwind couple of days. I had an incredible experience. Um, I, I did this when we were in Paris. I, I put up a, we? Yeah, no, I was not. We is me. There. It just made me feel less we, alone to we say we. We is how they say yes. Yeah, so that's yeah, yeah. We, 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 we. No, I posted one story that was just like not as happy as the others. And I just, um, I got a really good response from, from our fans. But just to say like, look, Instagram is a, is a medium where it's very easy to look like everything's awesome all the time because you're not posting a picture of something that sucks and being like feeling sad and alone because <laughs> it just doesn't really fit. Um, but I think it's important that like, that is that's the reality of it. There are like this is all great and awesome, but don't forget that like it, not everything's perfect. Like there's still sadness and there are like it's it's okay to say. And so like I did that in Paris cuz you know, I went to Paris alone, which was an incredible thing. But there were just some times where you're just very aware of, you know, sometimes you just have to cry. Sometimes you have to grab a bottle of wine and climb out the window of your hotel onto what I don't think is a balcony technically, but <laughs> had a railing on it and was roof like and you have to just sit there with your headphones and it's uh, really, really early in the morning as in it's really late and you just have to just drink and cry and, you know, feel things. Yeah. So like I, di- I did that and then I got a lot of messages from people being like, that was really like that. It helps to know that this happens to you too. And so I just didn't want to breeze past that. Like as I'm telling the story about like, oh my God, and then LeBron seated me on a couch. Like it's, you know, if you're going through, it's okay and you're going to get through it. Cool. Yeah, Is that all right? Yes. Fine. Thank you. Thank you're you wel- for sharing. You're welcome. Uh, so that's the Paris update. Also, the br- the butter. Just go there for the butter. My God. I I can't. I'm not. I'm not exaggerating. I can't overstate. I don't know. I don't know if it's better than Irish butter. It I, is. Irish butter is the greatest thing I've ever tasted in my life. Here's the thing. I took a bite of. We were at like a, a crappy just like cafe. There really isn't a crappy cafe in France, but it was like a, it wasn't like, oh, wow, a five-star restaurant. It's just a cafe with butter in this like tinfoil wrapping. And I'm just talking to my friend Jennifer who lives there and I'm like eating my, and I, and I took a bite and I stopped and was like, oh my God. Like they weren't even, it wasn't even presented as like, here's our famous butter. (laughs) It was just like the run of the mill butter. And the way I describe it is I feel like maybe at one point in my life I had butter that tasted like that. And every butter I've eaten after 
that butter. I'm just trying to find that flavor again. It's like <laughs> drugs. It's just like I'm searching for that first high. And then I went to Paris and found it. And I ate every butter. I ate all butter and carb. I was exclusively on a butter uh, carb escargot diet. You had fruit. Yeah, there was fruit in oh, yeah. my hotel room. Uh-huh. Yeah. And in the wine, probably. <laughs> yeah. A little couple grapes. A lot of wine. Champagne was m- more surprising to me. There's champagne everywhere. They give you champagne with everything. I'm like, how much champagne can you guys drink? It's so sweet. Mm. Give me the wine. Give me the good stuff. It's cheap. Yes. Oh, Isn't it like wine is cheaper than water? I don't know about that. So somebody told me that. I didn't drink a drop of water while I was there, so I have know. no idea. Yeah. <laughs> was it Jesus that told you that? <laughs> okay, we're gonna we're, we're just gonna do a fast story. At, but before we do that, um, today's podcast also brought to you by SeatGeek. And Ashley, uh, we only have two sponsors this week, so I assume this one is going to be a singing. It is. Okay, we're gonna do a, a fast story later, and we'll. So let's do a, a slow song. So um, did you see the video I retweeted of the of the guy who set the of course. Celine Dion ad read to the Titanic music video? Mm-hmm. It got me thinking, like, I think the funniest ones are ballads. I think ballads are funny because they're not hard to remember how they go. Whereas like sometimes the other songs are they get mixed up. They're easy, but they're I can't hit the notes. And that's where the real humor comes from right. is when I'm struggling. So the challenge is the vocal challenge, right. not the like right. the pacing challenge. So in to honor that lesson that we've learned, uh-huh. I thought, what's the hardest song you could possibly have to sing vocally? Uh-huh. And it is Wednesday and yeah. Jay is wearing a Whitney Wednesday shirt. Oh, goodness. So let's 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 love each other for always. In a industry that tends to stagnate, seeking decided to stand out. From the crowd, they built the fastest way. Did she get it? Did she get it? To find (laughs) tickets so you... Searching <laughs> for the perfect seat and start enjoying it. Seat Geek is better than the rest. A quick look. At the App Store shows over fifty thousand five star reviews. How's that for customer satisfaction? And
Paso SeatGeek pulls together millions of tickets from all over the web, and then it rates each deal on a scale of one to ten. And finally, SeatGeek displays them on an interactive seat map. Green dots are good deals. Red dots are overpriced, and every purchase is fully guaranteed, so you can shop for tickets with confidence. I have the SeatGeek app on my phone. I use it to buy tickets. I love it so much. It's really the best. SeatGeek will even give you $10 off your first SeatGeek purchase. All you need to do is use a promo code. Download the SeatGeek app today and use... God damn it. about it halfway through and you're like okay you're very flat but there's nothing you can do to fix it so just keep yelling if you could uh and so that's what that's what that was oh my goodness okay i have a really quick before we move on i have a lot of things that i need to say oh no oh no she's got notes i need water first that was like weirdly very impressive yes it was no 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 let's not do that we can because now it makes the compliments on the other ones not as fun Okay, sorry. I will shush forever. Usually we tape this podcast at like 6 o'clock at night and the office is empty. <laughs> it is 3.30. And there are so many people out there. Did anyone come to the window? They did. They came to this window. And they poked their heads through. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait till we're done and we go out. I'm sorry. I just need some water. The other thing about having these headphones oh. on, like I can't tell... Like I don't take one uh, ear off. All I can hear is myself. So I'm I'm probably screaming even louder than I, I think thought that I was. Oh boy! Oh boy! Whitney Wednesday, baby! <sighs> I am never going to recover from that. Wow, that was fun. Well, you're going to have to recover because, ladies and gentlemen, now it's time to head on over to Ashley Braband for oh, your geez. Bachelorette update. <laughs> Doodly doo. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I'm Ashley Braband. <laughs> I think I lost my voice. <laughs> 
laughing during your head read. This is your. This is your bachelorette update. Is it? Yeah. So we're two weeks. Let's like just start here. We're two weeks behind. So this week was men tell all, and who cares? Because when yeah, it's about time men got a platform to tell all. But um, (laughs) uh, we we missed a week, and I saw a gif of um, what even is the bachelorette? Hannah, right? Of course, moving a platform or something away from. The douchebag I picked, mm-hmm. which I again I didn't pick him because I liked him, right? But so, and I have no idea what the context of that is. Can we talk about all that? Yes. Okay. Okay. Let's do so that. The, the the last week's episode, she had remember she had four fantasy suites, mm-hmm. and so the contestants that were left were uh, Jay's contestant Tyler C, my contestant Peter Pilot, and your two contestants Jed and Luke, Luke. Who sucks. Right. So they do the fantasy suites. Um, Peter's first. They have a lovely day. They go to a windmill. Um, they make sweet love twice, as it turns out. Whoa, how do we know all she that? She brings it up later. Wow, um, Hannah. Yes. Hannah, it went, it went very well, but she didn't have that, like, glow, uh-huh. you know, that, yeah. like, the next morning they're she like, wasn't oh pregnant. My God. That's good. She didn't right, get pregnant. Right, right, right. <laughs> so I don't, I'm a little bit nervous about Peter's odds in terms of this competition. Okay. <laughs> what about his odds as a pilot? He's a great pilot. Yeah, sure. Let's, let's not gloss past that. Next, she had uh, Tyler C. They had a really great day. This is Jay's but, guy. Yes. And he is a fan favorite. Do we still one. have to call him Tyler C? He's only Tyler <laughs> yeah. left. Just That's call what him he Ty. prefers, actually. Just call him Ty Ty. <laughs> <laughs> um, she said to him, like, listen, I know our physical chemistry is great. I think what we need to work on is, like, our emotional connection. So we're not going to to bang. Whoa. We're going to stay up all night and talk. And what he every was like, guy loves to hear. He was, like, chef's kiss perfect about oh. it he was like i will respect anything you say i just love the chance to like spend time with you without cameras he was great so okay. people love him even more so they had like an incredible night of just like emotional stuff happening but they did not have sex and then she had her one-on-one with jed and he- can i ask a dumb question of course are these nights back to back to back to back it's hard to tv tell, magic so we don't know but, but it's i think so okay but oh, I don't know. Good for her. Um, <laughs> Hot girl summer. Then she had her one-on-one with Jed and he brought up Luke and was essentially like, if you're still into him, you don't respect me and I'm questioning your judgment. And for some reason, she wasn't super offended by that. She like thought it was a good thing and they worked through it and like whatever. We've long said the reason that Luke was still there was so that she could do this part. That's what I've long said. That's what you've famously, famously long said. Long yes. Said. Um, so then she and Jed got it on and whatever. Yeah. So then the one-on-one with Luke is last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have a a nice, lovely day. They, like, grow stronger. They feel great about each other. They get to, like, How? the dinner. I think they had a very close relationship, like, based on their faith. They're both very religious. And I think they bonded over that in a way that she didn't necessarily with the other guys. Okay. And I think that was part of why she thought – this doesn't have to get serious. But I think yeah. that's part of why she thought, like, there's good in him. I know there's good in him. I like, just got to find the same core beliefs. This is what Beauty and the Beast taught us as women. That's <laughs> <laughs> Stick it out. There's a good man in there somewhere and it's your job to take him out and bring him out. And if you don't, you're going to die. Oh, oh dear. Um, so anyway, so they have dinner. And, and Luke, this is where it starts to get – off the rails. Luke's like, let's talk about sex. And he pretty much sa- like says, since he had that moment where he spoke to God in the to be shower. Like, I only do anal. Like your face <laughs> oh, was like God. something. He was going to say something <laughs> no, terrible. No, he, he basically said, if you've had sex with any of these guys here, I would recuse myself from this competition and go home. Bye. And she was like, 
wait, what now? And he went on to say, like, since he had his sure. come to Jesus moment, right. like he's been abstaining and he thinks sex is great, but only within like the confines of marriage. And so okay, he was well, like, you're not married. I, so and so she had like a big there was a, everyone made it into this huge feminist thing. Like, you don't own me. I don't owe you anything right now. Like, guess what? I have had sex and Jesus still loves me. Well, and you came on a show that has this famously has this part of the competition where you bang. Correct. Right. So there's a lot of nuance we don't need to get into in this Bachelorette update about great, you great, know, sure, like yeah. expectations and all that stuff. Uh-huh. But essentially, she sends him home, gives him the finger as the van drives away. And that's how this, the episode ends. Wow. Wow. This this week. Oh, no. Um, the episode begins, essentially, with Luke, like, in a van. Not this week, but the next. The like, the last one that just week. happened. No, but this week was men's. Right. M- they started all. it with, like, oh. we're going to show you the first 12 minutes of next week's episode. Because it really was so getcha. crazy. They really get you. We can't not show. We can't wait to not show it to you or whatever. So they had Luke come out on the men tell all. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, they they needed it. to wrap up his section. Got it. He came. He comes back next week. No, like he came. She sent him home. Yeah. He did not leave. Yeah. He went out and bought a ring yikes. on his own. In yikes. Yeah. Took a like. He was like, Canada doesn't realize I still love her. I'm ready to propose. Blah nope. blah blah blah. So she realizes. So she don't care. She's she does her like confessional all of like I had I got instant clarity. I'm so glad he's gone. The Luke P show is over. This is fantastic. Bye. He's canceled. Bye. Bye. We when you see do the it, it's three, stressful. Oh, sorry. We see the th- other three can, dudes line up at the rose ceremony. Yeah. They don't know that Hannah sent Luke home, obviously. Luke sent his own ass home, but okay. Luke just walks in and no. lines up next to them at the rose ceremony. No. So Hannah comes down and she's like, what are I've, you doing here? I've unrecused. I've unrecused. <laughs> I know I said I was recused. I was wrong. I'm unrecusing. Thank you. So they, they go into it and he's like, I, I'm not leaving until I, I can talk to you. And she's like, no. I don't care what you have to say. And he's like, I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. And so she like, that's when you see her pick up the podium and just move it in front of him. Like I'm proceeding with this rose ceremony and you are not in it. The other guys got like all, you know, in on him. Like how many times she have to say, no man, get out of here. So we see those however many minutes play until Luke finally leaves, but we don't see the results of the rose ceremony. Hmm. So as far as our competition is wouldn't concerned, wouldn't you just not, wouldn't you just give them all one? Well, there's only two. Out. Oh, cause they had four. So they had oh, to get yeah, down yeah. to two. So okay. Luke is gone. Right, right. The, we each have one contestant left. Yeah. Of the final three, which is let's gr- go. Jed, let's oof, go. No, Jed. We don't like Jed. Let's, we don't like him. One. No, cause he had a girlfriend. <laughs> There's yeah, like all this controversy. She, she doesn't know that. Know that I yeah, know, but so I don't it's not want to affect. That's how I know Jed. he's going to win. Jed's going to win because then afterwards they'll probably break up because she'll now she knows you had a mm. girlfriend or whatever. I think. I mean, everyone's really rooting for Tyler C. I bet. Yeah, and he'll probably be the Bachelor. So we'll so. S- maybe we'll see. That's that typically happens to me. So what? when I when I pick a Bachelor contestant, they oh, become- I thought, <laughs> that's I thought you're like that women are rooting for me, and then I star in the next season of The Bachelors, which famously has always happened to me, Jay Wolf. The other last thing that we should mention is they did air the promo for Bachelor in Paradise. Which I famously don't watch or care about. Right. But <laughs> your girl Demi oh. from last season. Hey. The big news is that she pregnant. Has- no. Oh. It's like maybe we don't go to paradise. <laughs> it's the first like same sex relationship on the Bachelor franchise, which is a huge wait, deal. Wait, wait. So how does Bachelor in Paradise work? Um, It's like, uh, I thought it was just like island it pretty much is yeah yeah and they have rose ceremonies and they alternate like 
women give roses one week, men give roses another week, and oh. then they keep bringing in new people. So you have to like oh. make relationships wow. to stay. Tiring. It's it's it sounds complicated. Like being at a bar. But weirdly, it has like a higher success rate in terms of actually finding love than the regular. Yeah, but less pressure. It's not everyone for one person. That's true for each other. So, but um, so, so she loves a lady. So, but wait, there they just blew the surprise of the, well. Like, you don't know just, who it is. Okay, but the, wh- okay. Great. That's yeah. awesome. I mean, I don't trust excited to watch it. I don't trust the Bachelor franchise to necessarily um I will keep my fingers crossed that they handle it well. Yes. And don't get cuz it's an exploitative television show in its nature and mm-hmm. um you don't want to I'll just, you know, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. And that was your Bachelorette update. Doodly do. Nice job, Ash. That was a long one. Uh cool. So we really don't have time to keep going <laughs> and doing more news. <laughs> More news as if we've done, we've done a bunch news. of news. So much news today. Uh, but training camp is starting back up. I have realized I am, uh, I gotta, I gotta just get back in because I'm, it's that time of the year where you're like, oh my God, that's right. He plays on that team. Like outside of Odell, who was obviously the biggest trade situation, mm-hmm. like you just forget. So I was going to say we could just run through and remind some people. What also, teams people are on? Yeah, but also important, uh, Jalen Ramsey showed up to training camp today in an armored truck. Did everybody see that? Oh, my God. Yeah. Brought to you by Adidas. Was it? Yeah, yes. Sure. It always is, right? It's always <laughs> sponsored by someone. But what was the guy in front of it? What was, was his deal? He was like his hype man. But what did he yell? Uh, I have the quote. Yeah, let's he, hear it. He yelled. Can you do it like he did it? No, absolutely okay. not. All right. uh, <laughs> Y'all know what time it is. A man so good they're fixing to give him his own jail. Doesn't make sense. Jalen Towers, because these receivers are on 24-hour lockdown. He's got eight Oh, master... they named the jail. I was like, that's not his name. <laughs> I'm sorry, keep going. <laughs> He's got eight master locks in his pocket. What? They're on or lockdown. Or is he just happy to see you? <laughs> <laughs> they're on lockdown all season. The man, the myth, Jalen Ramsey. So let's break that down. Uh, y'all know what time it is. It, but you still could be like... It's 2.30 in the afternoon. <laughs> um, you know, a man's so good, they're fixing to give him his own jail, Jalen Towers. I, I I appreciate the commitment to the bit that they, not only is he getting his own jail, we're naming it, it's named Jalen Towers, but why so good they're going to give him his own jail because these receivers are on 24-hour lockdown. What's the significance of the, of the eight? The eight master locks. Right. Yeah, I'm not sure because there are... More than eight games in a season. And it's like, and then I started thinking, is it like how many times he'll be matched up against somebody and need, but if you lock a guy up, you don't have to lock him up again. Famously, he's locked up. So I, eight master locks in his pocket. Maybe it was just being practical. Same thing with Jalen Towers. It's like, they're going to want to know the name of the jail. Let's tell him it's Jalen Towers. They're going to want to know how many pockets, how many master locks can fit in the pockets of these Adidas pants. Maybe master locks jumped in on the sponsorship too. Maybe, 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 yeah. Yeah, that would have been, yeah, you could have just been like locks, like, you know, the ones from your lockers, <laughs> spin it to the right, then spin it past the first number to the left, and then spin directly to the right to the other number, and then pull down eight of those, you know, that way you don't have to do the branding. God, could you imagine if he had to remember eight different combinations? Yeah, yeah, that would, well, I guess he wouldn't have to, once he locks it, he's not worried about unlocking that's, it. That's, that's on really the receiver to figure great out. Great point. So that happened. <laughs> uh, the News. Sponsored by Adidas. Feel the boost. He came out holding an Adidas bag. There were a bunch of little bags in the truck. Unclear what was inside. I'm going to say money, probably. Probs. Um, that was a thing. <laughs> I get it. You back up a Brinks truck, but like, get it sponsored by Brinks. Are you doing sponsoring it by Adidas? Why are you know, looking at your paper like that? Because I, I'm just still trying to understand it. <laughs> I don't he, really. The whole, the whole purpose is he's trying to get 
money, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So you shouldn't famously don't bring sand to the beach. Yeah, that's why I was show like, up with maybe, a ton of money. Maybe the bags were empty, that's and he was what, waiting to put the money in them. I didn't uh, understand the bags. I was like, "You obviously have it. You're good." Yeah, you don't show up and be full. like, "You know how I'm gonna let him know I want money? I'm gonna bring money." <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Look how much I already have. Yeah, I'm gonna bring my boyfriend to this speed dating <laughs> night that I'm going. Okay, cool, cool, Katie. That's cool. Uh, but okay, so let's rem- remember Gronk has retired. Aw, um, I think right now the. Expected number one tight end at the Patriots, Matt Lacoste. Yep. Cool. I'm hyped. He sounds great. Sounds like a shirt, right? <laughs> I've been watching his tape. Sounds like a shirt. Because it sounds like lacrosse. Lacoste. Yeah. A mix. Same. Uh, Demarius Thomas is on the Pats. Le'Veon Bell's in the Jets. Odell Beckham Jr. obviously is on the Browns. Did you guys read the GQ article? I, not yet. I thought it was good. Jay, did you read it? I didn't. It was good. He's um he's getting a lot of shit for it. Odell gets a lot of shit for everything, it yeah. feels like. It's just like a spotlight on him. And I I talked to him for a minute at the ESPY's party and um feels weird saying that. But it uh but I did. And I just think he's like uh cuz we did a thing for garbage time once and I I did I backed him into a corner by accident where I just walked up cuz we had made eye contact and I was like, "Do you remember me?" Ooh. And as soon as I said that, I was like, He's don't don't do that to him. And he was like, "Of course I do." And I was like, "I'm Katie. We um we did a thing I made you do." And he was like, "Mad Men. You made me read Mad Men lines in like a closet." And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, I did do that." <laughs> uh, no, but he just seemed you know the he just seems like he wants everybody to kind of leave him alone for a little bit. And I totally get that. He was super nice, but he just was like, we just immediately started talking about the media and how like people tend to call him out on stuff and. I told him I liked that he calls them back out when he's like, you're in my DMs saying that you like me and then you mm-hmm. are doing this on your TV show. I just think he's, uh, I hope, I think, I think Cleveland's going to be really good for him. I think Cleveland's going to be really good. Period. I've never thought Cleveland would be good for anybody, <laughs> but I think Cleveland would be, is like perfect for Odell in terms of like, just, you know, get away from a lot of the, yeah. Hubbub. They're certainly going to be a fun team to watch after reading Mina's Baker Mayfield article. Yeah. Shout out Mina it's like, Kimes It's forever. so hard not to root for that guy. He's so fun. He does seem really fun. So Baker and Odell, like, I'm going to want to watch the Browns. Well, and having uh, Jarvis and Odell be on the same team again is great, too. Yeah, that's true. Because, like, that's going to be really fun. Um, Also, he's getting a lot of this was in the GQ article. He's getting for not being at OTA, OTAs because he was in LA. And he brought up this great point of like, look, we don't get paid to go to OTAs. That's why they're voluntary and not mandatory. If you want us to be at them and you're going to hold us to a standard of being at them, then pay us and compensate us. Because right now, I already paid to live here in LA for these months. Mm-hmm. I have to like, s- like, Send my dogs to a kennel if I want to leave. I have to um, like do this with this and and put this stuff in storage. And it's like a whole big thing. So nobody is people forget that we're just humans and I can't just fly back to Cleveland. Like they're they're not mandatory, right? So stop giving me and saying I'm not dedicated because I'm not there. I have he's like I have training sessions I've already paid for here in L.A. with my trainers mm-hmm. that are getting me in shape for the season. So like lay off me. In, like, a personalized way that's probably more beneficial right. to him anyway. That, like, yeah, we could go to practice, but that's what practices are going to be for. <laughs> like, we don't have to do this right now. Antonio Brown's on the Raiders. Yeah. Which doesn't make a lot of sense, but I am interested to see how it works. Because Gruden got rid of everybody the year before. He got rid of Khalil Mack. He got rid of Amari Cooper. And it felt like, oh, dang, they're just getting rid of stuff. Because I think they got first-round picks for those two. It's like they're just going to rebuild. And then it was like, no, they're going to also. But now, it, now and then they got Antonio Brown. <laughs> they're hard knocks, right? 
Yeah. Oh, that's... Oh, oh man. Oh, oh, oh. I was surprised, too. I don't know if I've already said this on this podcast, but I thought that like they would give hard knocks to the Raiders the year they move. Yes, because that's, I think you did say this. That's great. Like, uh, that's great uh, promo of like, look, it's new team, new city. Mm-hmm. But I guess they want to like let them get accustomed to their new. I don't know. But yeah, their hard knocks is the point, And that's going to be great. Joe Flacco is the Broncos quarterback. S- starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All 34 years old of him. Hey, I mean, he's not old. No. It's just 34 he's not old. He's not old. Tom Brady's like 41. No. I know, but Flacco. No, he's just bad. What you're, the word you're thinking of is bad. He's just not good at football. <laughs> Earl Thomas is on the Ravens. Oh, yeah. Frank Clark is on the Chiefs. And Tyron Matthew. And Tyron Matthew. Uh, Terrell Suggs is on the Cardinals. That's never going to not be weird to That's say. That's so strange. I, I don't like it. Um, uh, Washington got Landon Collins. Great job, Giants. You know, get rid of the best guy and let him stay in your division yeah, to your rival. True. That was smart. I love I love what the Giants are doing. I mm-hmm. think they're really they're doing a lot. <clears throat> Tyreek Hill is still Yep. Uh Carlos Hyde is on the Chiefs. Eric Weddle's on the Rams. Yep. Great. Josh Rosen and Fitzmagic to Miami. Yeah, <laughs> Fitzmagic in Miami. It's so good. In white boy, pants. Oh boy, oh. I'm excited about that. <laughs> Devin Funches, people forget, on the Colts now. I, I always draft him in fantasy. I don't know why. Because you make mistakes. He's I real just, tall. Look, I know. He's the, he's the, he's your Michael Floyd. I yes. always drafted Michael Floyd. I was like, what are you doing? I was like, this is, he's gonna, this is it. No. This is the year. Nope. The year? Or he's, uh, what's the dude, uh, um, Jameson? Oh, Jameson Crowder. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm all, I one... stay drafting JMO, and I'm like, what are you yeah. doing? You're like, he's going to get he's, one this throw. This is his year. He's got it. He's got it. <laughs> he has that one big game. He has he some big it. weeks randomly, and it makes you think you should get like keep yeah, starting less and him. less each week. Oh boy. Uh, Danny Amendola is on the Lions. Oh yeah. With Matt Patricia, so that's a thing. Um, I really forgot about that. I'm not afraid to admit it. This Look, is... other podcasts will pretend they knew all this. I knew it at some point. We'll figure I it just, out. I had to push it out to make room for other stuff. Then I do this thing where I spend two full days on the floor of my apartment with fantasy magazines and like the internet and I make my rankings and well, I'm going to get there. <laughs> I don't know if you heard the beginning of this podcast. I've been busy. <laughs> uh, Garoppolo's coming back. Don't forget that. Oh, yeah. Because he had that ACL tear. So he'll be back. Uh, the Steelers look like a completely different team now. It's like Juju and James Connors team, which great, but Both totally of them are different. Great. Yeah, they still have that that Ben guy though. Don't love him. Mm. Eli also still in the league. Uh, <laughs> great update, Katie. <laughs> and then I guess I guess I mean Case Keenum to Washington. I don't know if anybody was on the edge of their seat about that, but um, Melvin Gordon sounds like he might be the the controversy of the off, like the, yeah. am I going to come? Am I going to report? I need to get paid type of a thing. So are you going to spend all of your fantasy dollars on him? Yeah, probably. <laughs> God damn it. I make one mistake the first year that I'm like, I'm going to spend on a running back. I'm going to spend. And I think I spent like $60, $70 on Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> so that's, on how, the Jets. that's how my yes. season went. <laughs> Cool. Head coaches are different, too. I don't know. I'm interested to see what goes on with Matt LaFleur and the Packers and Aaron Rodgers because there was that story about like Aaron Rodgers not being allowed to call plays from the line anymore and blah, 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 blah. I think it'll figure itself out. I think you'd have to be a real idiot to hire a coach that's not going to let Aaron Rodgers do that. So yeah. you'd like to think that in this interview process where they hire these coaches that the people doing the hiring are like, 
I'm asking the right questions and making sure I don't just find a guy who would be a good coach of a team. I'm mm-hmm. finding the guy who will coach this team because you'd have to be a moron. But, you know, front offices have surprised me before, so I guess we'll see. I think that'll be an interesting one to watch. Cliff Kiss Sexberry <laughs> being the head coach of the Cardinals also going to be interesting to watch because he wasn't that good. I think he got fired before he got this job. He didn't leave Texas Tech. He got fired from Texas Tech, did he not? I think so. And then now he coaches the Cardinals. Well, don't forget that he did once meet Sean McVay. Oh, so. oh that's, that's right. True. That's right. They had yeah. a coffee. And yeah, it's like, well, so. duh. <laughs> they went to that party once. They, he got invited into Sean McVay's VIP section and he perched himself on the couch. <laughs> Ate some foot fries. Famously foot fries. <laughs> and then Adam Gase is on the uh, the Jets coaching staff and also uh, maybe some drugs. I don't know. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Uh, only other football story that matters to me is that Andy Reid was asked if he did anything fun or exotic this offseason, and he answered, I attacked a couple of chili rellenos. Is it rellenos? Rellenos? Oh, that's it, Jay. Wait, that's it, Jay. Chili rellenos. 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 I'm sorry. I just went to Paris, so I'm just like rolling my R's and stuff. So it's like, rellenos? But how do the whites say it? Rellenos? I think we're allowed to say the L if we want. Chili Rolanos. Yeah. How, do, how, oh, does, Katie's, how does Katie's wow. dad say it? Chili Rolanos. I'll get some of them Chili Rolanos, uh, which, by the way, is a Mexican dish that consists of chili peppers stuffed with a choice of meat, pork, or cheese. I don't know why you'd have to choose. Also, That's pork, true. famously, a meat. Um, and then battered and fried and topped with a spicy red sauce. Wow. Up until that last step, I'm in. Um, why has everything got to be spicy? All the time. Even when, like, I'm, I'm annoyed when places have stopped letting you know. Yes. It's gotten to a point where it's just surprise spice now. And, and that's great. And I'm, because I'm nothing but supportive of people who love spicy food. I'm, I'm also, I'm not nothing but because I'm also jealous. I wish I was a person who loved spicy food because a lot of foods that I like tend to be spicy, but I can't do it. I just can't. I'm sorry. I have shortcomings and that's one <laughs> of them. But so I've been respectful of your love of spice. Respect the fact that I can't do it and just give me a warning. I agree. Literally, I, we got I got garlic kale today for First lunch. Of all, congratulations! I'm trying Look at you, and it was spicy. Yeah, I couldn't eat it. Granted, it was not good, but it yeah, not it was good. also it built, spicy for it, no reason. Here's the thing: had a built-in excuse for you to not have to eat that kale. I, I know, and instead I got a bite of my mac, bite and of mac and cheese. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "You want some of this? This is the good shit." Yes, she I was do. like, I, "I don't," but I, I yep, I do. <laughs> so that's that. Uh, shout out to Tim Duncan being on Popovich's coaching staff now, and I love the quote. Did you see what Greg Popovich said about it? No. It's only fitting that after I served loyally for 19 years as Tim Duncan's assistant <laughs> that he returns the favor. <laughs> God, he's the best. He can do no wrong. Uh, now what? Voicemail? That's it. This is a seven-hour podcast. <laughs> I'll, I'll listen to it that first part back through and see if I should take some of that stuff out, maybe. You, no way. We're keeping it, it all. Really it's cold. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Eh. All right. Here we go. Voicemail. What's up, Katie, Ashley, and Jay? K-A-J, the cage. <laughs> I'm Matt from Florida, and I'm entering yes. a cage to ask you Holy if eating foods with your hands became illegal which food would be most heartbreaking to have to eat with utensils? Like a burger, sandwich, wings, oh, popcorn? Oh, so many terrible choices. Let me know what you think. All right, leave in the cage. Love you. Cage. I'm obsessed with that. <laughs> oh, my God. K- he said K-A-J, the cage. <laughs> I'm entering the cage to ask you. <laughs> Matt, you're high. You were so high when you called, right? <laughs> 
but I don't. I, that was great. That's it's like, like an afternoon radio station. Yeah. Welcome to KAJ is, the K. And then it's like, like it has a sound effect. Wait, like, wait, a, wait, wait. Or like the like the 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 thing closing in the jail. Like, oh yeah, yeah Jalen Towers. Be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. J- right. <laughs> Call that. Also, great question. It really is. I will disagree. I don't think popcorn would be that bad because you could eat that. Sorry, popcorn. I know I say it funny. Popcorn wouldn't be that bad because you just eat it with spoon. Oh, that's true. But I've, like a knife and fork on a on like a hot dog, I think would be. Well, I guess I've had. I also say that on a hot dog um, <laughs> with a bun, that would be offensive. But I have cut up a hot dog and put it in like a child's mac and cheese before, so yeah. it's not that bad. And hamburger. And by child's mac and cheese, you mean mine? You just ate it. Yeah. yeah okay. Yesterday, I just want to make sure it's my Friday night special. <laughs> um, so a, a hamburger would be hard because the hardest things would be the ones where you need. Like getting a bite of everything is important, you know, Mm. because a a hamburger, if you're or a cheeseburger, if you're cutting it up, you would have to cut up the bun and the cheese and the toppings and the meat and then somehow find a way to get a fork through it all to eat it. Mm. That's why that would suck. Whereas when you're holding it, you can like really get it in there. Yeah. I was thinking something that would wouldn't really sit well on a fork or a spoon. And so I was thinking like a potato chip. Oh, yeah. Because you're like, how do you... And you you well, never chopsticks. just... Yeah, you're right. I you guess could you chop could six use chopsticks. chopsticks. Potato chips. But like, they're they're kind of fragile, you know, depending on what the chip. You don't want to like... You got to be... That would be like a delicate squeeze. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I do. It's got to have your finesse game when you're chopsticking potato chips. Delicate about squeeze. a delicate squeeze. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of like, what are foods you love to eat with your hands? Like wings. burgers. Yeah, I think wings. wings. I've eaten I've eaten a wing with a knife and fork before. If like the last Not bite you have hard. to get it out from the that little middle section, I understand. Uh, yeah. Or if you're like eating in front of a group of people. And that's weirder if you use a fork. If it's and knife. just you and no one else is eating and you have to eat because you're you on abstain. TV. <laughs> I just like pushed out. Oh, the I remember meat. that. What are you talking about? I remember that. Oh man. And we stayed friends, so we sure did. Um yeah, what else do you have to eat with your like a like vegetable like a dipping vegetables? Like imagine cutting up a celery, that'd be weird. Ooh, corn on the cob. Oh, that's oh, you'd have to like cut it off. People <laughs> Some do people do, do that, that, but yeah. I you, I would miss the like. Nang, 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 nang. You know, <laughs> where did you just do that? Where it was really funny. Uh, the ocho. Oh yes, cornhole. <laughs> Uh, God, I don't feel like we're doing as M and M's. I was thinking that, but remember when you had to do the chopsticks M and M's? You were challenge? great at it. I, that's because I'm very competitive. Yeah, I don't know if you know that. But then when you said spoon for popcorn, I crossed it off. Well, I didn't, but I will now. Nice, thank you. <laughs> Just spoonfuls of M and M's is something I'm going to do when I go home. A spoon does make it does make the question harder. I think a sandwich, honestly, is the answer. And I'm not a big sandwich person, so to me, it's like a cheeseburger. I think a cheeseburger is. Is the is the answer because you, it's really hard to do. You want to get everything in one bite, and you could easily cut up the burger part, eat that, cut up the mm-hmm. tomato, eat that, but you wouldn't be able to get it the way it's meant to be gotten. Yeah, I feel like I would probably just lose the bun unless it's like but a why, potato bun. How sad is that? It's not. It's not that sad. I, lo- I don't love. I, I'm with you. I love a potato bun. I think every burger a should be on a potato bun. A lot of the other buns are like they're not really. Sometimes there's too much bread. Like, don't give me burger on ciabatta. I. What no, do you want me to do exactly. with this? Unless it's like a loaded burger. Like if you've got bacon and like say an egg, it's a breakfast burger. Right, whatever. And it needs then you like really a bread. need something to hold yeah, yeah, it together. But, yeah, but in general, every burger should be on a potato bun. These yeah, are my thoughts. I agree wholeheartedly. Put that on my on my but the, tombstone. Yeah. Here lies Katie Nolan. 
She wanted every burger on a potato bun. Cool. Should we leave the cage? Yes! Wow. Wow. Yes, Jay! I'm crying. (laughs) That's it for this week's edition. You know what that sound means. That's it for this week's edition of sports. Shout out to me, Undies and SeatGeek. I'm so sorry. I'll call you later. I am so, so, so sorry. I will always... Love you. Uh, also, guys, shout out to The Right Time with Bamani Jones. This week, uh, he sits down with Dominic Foxworth to talk all the NFL updates. So kind of like what we did, except they, uh, except they know what they're they're talking about. Uh, I love listening to Dom and Bamani talk about football. So definitely check that out. You can listen to that wherever you get your podcasts. As usual, big thanks to you guys for listening. Even though what a what a weird one we had this week. What a weird one. Uh, so you can listen to it twice. I'm fine with it. Just twice is good for me. Two times. That's fine. Next week, we have the all voicemail podcast coming out. Yes. So you can listen to that one 15 times. But this one just twice is okay. I'll, again, I'm sorry. Um, uh, or you could just leave us a nice review wherever you're listening to this podcast, which, by the way, we read and we love them like this one from Ace89 that says, I like sports because I like sports, but I also like stuff. This podcast talks about sports and stuff. It's very nice. If you like sports and you like stuff, you will probably like <laughs> sports. <laughs> Again, facts. I love the facts. You guys are coming with facts. And lastly, don't forget that you can always leave us a voicemail and we'll listen to it in the cage at 860-506-5571. Say goodbye, Ash. Bye. Say goodbye, Jay. Bye. Bye. I love you. Mean it. Sorry. Yeah! The cage. So good. Simply Safe Home Security is like getting commercial grade enterprise level security, but for your own home. Think about the security Fortune 500 companies use. They need to know police are going to be on the scene immediately. This is exactly the kind of security you get with Simply Safe. If there's a break in, Simply Safe uses real video evidence to give police an eyewitness account of the crime. And that means police dispatch up to 350% faster than for a normal burglar alarm. With Simply Safe, you get comprehensive protection for your home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard inside. Plus, Simply Safe protects your home from fires, water damage, and carbon monoxide poisoning. It's all monitored 24-7 by live security professionals. You can set up your system yourself with no tools needed, or Simply Safe's experts can do it for you. And it's only 50 cents a day with no contracts. Go to simplysafe.com slash Nolan today to get free shipping on your order, plus a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's simplysafe.com slash Nolan to save on home security today. Simplysafe.com slash Nolan.